Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, this is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, Amy Coney Barrett started the hearings for her potential confirmation to the Supreme Court. She did that yesterday. She is uh, in the Senate. I believe it's in the chamber of the Senate. I heard Ted Cruz sucking up to her a little bit. So I think that's where it is uh, yes. from start to finish. And I just, there, there's a few things to observe. I did think there were going to be some hiccups because of the COVID thing. The, it's wouldn't... coughs. It's coughs that you get. Hiccups are not a symptom. Oh, I see. Got yet. It. I'm sure hiccups are a side effect of COVID. Long-term Certainly side effect. Nomination hiccups. Processing hiccups. So anyway, she... So I was thinking, trying to puzzle through, like, would she get uh, confirmed? She obviously is pro-life. She has a child with Down syndrome. She's supposedly a charismatic Catholic. Um, other stuff I've read in very poorly sourced articles, so I can't be absolutely sure, but that she was involved in rights life organizations. And, I, I, you know, I always thought this about Ron Paul, too. If you're strict about an ideology of liberty or an ideology of integrity or you have personal integrity, you accept the process then it doesn't, everyone has personal beliefs. Everyone has those personal beliefs. So if, but it, how does she approach the Supreme Court? So the fact that she's right to life, would that make her overturn Roe versus Wade, even though she thought it was a constitutionally correct decision? And that's really what I think you're trying to figure out. And I, and I personally, as I listen to her, not in the hearings process, but in other things and read stuff from her. She seems like a person of integrity to me. And I heard her, somebody sent me a video of her talking about Roe v. Wade. And she said she doesn't think there's any chance, basically, that Roe v. Wade will ever get overturned. But that the issues that will come up and that will make a difference is how the court allows or does not allow the states to regulate, to what extent they can re regulate Roe versus Wade or abortion. Abortion. And I have been saying that for the longest time as these heartbeat laws bubble up to the Supreme Court. As soon as Georgia passes a law that if you can hear the heartbeat, you cannot have an abortion, that that effectively eliminates the right to have an abortion. And that isn't going to pass Supreme Court muster. And I feel like her highlighting that as where this is going to go. I think that that supports my fear that they're going to then take it too far and say that the states really can hardly regulate it at all. But in any case, I, I read that 15 of the 19 justices since Roe versus Wade have been Republican appointees. I noticed that it ha uh, I think Bush had maybe for four years and and Trump had for two years control. The Republicans had control of Congress, Senate and and the White House. And there's a chance that they could have if they really just thought of abortion as uh, this is murder and you have to save these lives and it's unconstitutional. They could have packed the court at those points, potentially, or at least tried, but they never talk about that. So, um, well, what definition of court packing are you referring to? Because it was one definition and it has now changed almost overnight for a portion of the population. 
I thought court packing meant to increase the number of justices so that you get your guys to outnumber the other guys, even though that's not what you inherited. And they've they've changed the number of court justices like six or seven times, mostly in the 19th century. Yeah. Kamala, during the debate, the VP debate the other night, she said, let's talk about court packing. We'll talk about court packing. And then she started describing how Trump has appointed a certain number of judges around the country and how they're white. And this became court packing, the new definition of court packing that Joe Biden, the media, Kamala, and everybody who is a supporter of theirs went with. What's curious about this is this isn't the first time this has happened, obviously. They changed the definition of racism not long ago to the point where they actually added a new definition into the dictionary to satisfy the people who were not okay that the original definition could be used by anybody of any race. So it couldn't just be... Really? Do tell. Yeah, they. I, can't, I don't know offhand what that exact right. definition is. I just know that the reason for the complaint was because people were saying, yeah, racism exists. There's racism against every race. And I believe the new definition reflects that people who are essentially white and have had power for a long time can't claim racism. It, it, it has that theme to it, the, the added definition. Okay, well then what's the word for racism? Well, that that might be um, anti-minority bigotry is now what racism is. So then what's just racism where you actually either hate people because they're a different race from you or even if you take it in a more benign sense where you think there are differences based on race that polite people do not think. The story from a while ago was it was a Missouri woman who asked the um, Webster Dictionary to update its definition of racism, and now the officials are going to make the change. But they, she said the current one was inadequate. Oh, now it's popping a, a video up on the definition. I hate oh, no, I that. hate that. Oh, my gosh, that ruins my life. I keep having to tell them the definition is not representative of what is actually happening in the world. The way that racism occurs in real life is not just prejudice. It, it is it is systemic racism that is happening for a lot of black Americans. So the new definition was in that. But spirit. here's the thing. Does it have to even hurt? Because if you look at like uh, hiring practices, welfare, stuff like that, there are laws on the books that discriminate against races for to supposedly to benefit minorities. I don't believe it or to benefit people of color as white becomes a minority. But if uh, uh, but I I don't believe it benefits them, but it's supposed to. But it is based on race. So, like, I just feel like. It's a little concerning when i don't know what concerns me about it is not necessarily the content of either one of those specifically but the fact that a word can get changed almost overnight before a large portion of the population was ever even familiar with the original definition and that is definitely a product of the digital social media age you can change history overnight because the public just can't go learn a deep nuanced version of history in the amount of time it takes to actually have propaganda overwhelm your senses with the history they want to impose on you and there's a big problem with this in that it's called it's a ex post facto i think they call it in law where you can't make a law 
after the fact that makes what somebody did illegal and then go prosecute them for that law, when you change the meaning of words and then you you go back and look at what someone said. Right. Out of context. Then, yeah. Yeah. You can kind of ex post facto turn somebody into a racist for using a word in the wrong way. I mean, it was you just yes it's dangerous business and it's definitely something that is known and done and strategized about i believe it and it may be a very important part of propaganda itself what's up guys with such uncertainty in the world right now the best way to have true security is by growing your own food and neighbors feed and seed in smyrna georgia they got you covered they offer garden supplies vegetable plants chicken feed bird feed farm supply everything your garden or farm needs they even host a farmer's market on saturdays from 10 a.m to 4 p.m and right now for propaganda report listeners only they're offering 10 percent off of all online purchases at neighborsfeedandseed.com just type in coupon code prop p-r-o-p all caps upon checkout and if you have any questions give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. And I also want to add that Neighbors 2021 seed packs, their organic seed packs, and their cool weather seed packs are all now available online at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. And that coupon code PROP will get you 10% off. So be sure and check that out. And that intentional, it's intentional at times when people take these past comments out of, out of context and then use them to frame someone as racist. Not everybody knows. Not everybody knows that the definition of something has changed, but those who do can easily just manipulate it and package it newly for their their followers. Here's something I think is kind of freaky, is that when... I completely lost my train of thought. Something kind of freaky. Talking about the changing definition, how quickly... History definitions of words can be changed almost overnight using social media before that group can even learn what the original history or the- Oh yes, yes, thank you, thank, 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 thank. Okay. I've noticed that fashion is meant to exclude. So I grew up totally poor, youngest of nine. I get hand-me-downs. I was so like I was a real straggler, so I was much younger than my five sisters. Five years between me and the next oldest one. So my hand-me-downs were completely out of style, like to the point of of embarrassment. And I was ostracized because of that. And I notice, so the, and then I've read that that's kind of the purpose of fashion is to include and exclude, which I, I think is a, is a really, I honestly believe that that's the number one purpose of Christ's message is that is this love everybody kind of thing don't include exclude but language does the same thing memes slang um if you tweet or whatever so i'm stuck in twitter right i think facebook is a little bit older than i you know my my entree into social media twitter is me instagram is after so i'm okay on twitter but if i tried to go to insta i probably wouldn't get the memes right or the acronyms right and i would out myself like when i went to discord and they were like you're just you're you're a boomer of the mind you know you really you're not a boomer boomer but you can't like you can't go with the lingo and it neutralizes me as an influence on a different generation or a different demographic. Yeah. So language, fa- language, fashion is is a powerful tool for exclusion. A couple of years ago, a girl that I went out with, when I met her, she slid her phone over and asked for my 
I thought she was asking for my Facebook name, and I'm looking at it, and I, I can't figure out what to do. Because I, I type it in, I'm like, this isn't work. I don't know. She was younger than me. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what. I keep typing <laughs> my thing in, and nothing her. shows up. Then finally, she was like, that's Instagram. I was like, oh, Oh, yes. it's Instagram. I've I have no idea. Mistake. I hadn't used Instagram really. Yes, I made that mistake once too. So, yeah, you just get it wrong, and now, then you're yeah. not part of the gang. And now she won't go out with you because you're old. No, she's still she's still. I know. Dead. I believe that. I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. It could have been the T-shirt you were wearing that said "Mr. Wrong" on it. I mean, oh yeah, I don't have that one on today. I, 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 <laughs> did you? What, did you wear it to the date? <laughs> no, I actually got that from uh, an, from an her girlfriend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a, a new show t-shirt. on Amazon <laughs> called Utopia, and nice. I watched it all. I'm going to give you the synopsis of it. A super powerful rich dude engineers a pandemic in order to get the public to beg for a vaccine. In one scene early in the series, there's an entire crowd of people on their knees chanting, free the vaccine, free the vaccine, free oh the vaccine. God. And lead character is... A Bill Gates-like figure. If Bill Gates were a little, a, a little bit cooler, <laughs> but you Any, watch this thing and your jaw just cooler. drops. And I looked it up to see when it filmed because it just came out. I was like, when did this thing film? It filmed in 2018 and 2019, and it completed filming in October of 2019. <laughs> did they have a? A trailer of it at Event 201? I don't know. Perhaps they did. I kind of want to go to the people in Event 201, like the chicks who were the newscasters. Just say, you know, I mean, because I assume that those people are are talent, right? They're actors and stuff. They're not evil overlords. Uh So you want to kind of say to them, like, don't you think it's a little coincidental that you were reading today's newscasts in October? Like, isn't that weird they could give them like an iq test that makes sure they're not smart enough yeah like they did to the like policemen or firefighters or, something. or maybe they got them to sign of... a, a non-disclosure where they can't talk about it well but that's how new knowledge got revealed through a non-disclosure they, they got everybody to sign a non-disclosure then told them what was up and then somebody just was like holy crap like you're evil i'm telling Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's what happened. And I want to tell you about a poll that I took on Twitter, which I took just to see if my poll ends up being more accurate with the self-selection bias and everything else than all the pollsters that trot out their stuff on the mainstream media. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to TrueHempscience.com slash PropReport. So here is the poll. Let me see the latest results of this poll. I had, what I did was I just asked, I put it up for like a week, but I'm not going to need a week because it's really funny because the first five votes 
gave me the answer. That answer was the same up until like 500 votes. And now it's up to a thousand votes. The question was, who do you think will be, oh, maybe it should have been whom, do you think will be sworn into office as POTUS in January? And I gave, I can only give four slots. I should have done a better job of this and put in Pelosi or no one, or people wanted me to put in Joe Jorgensen, the libertarian. I just did Trump, Biden, Pence, and Harris. Okay. So Trump, Biden, Pence, or Harris, which of those, what do you think the breakout is percentage of respondents who thought, and that's the same for five respondents or 500 respondents. What do you think is the answer of what people think who will be sworn in as president at the end of January? Trump, the majority anyway. Yeah. The it's right now the lowest it has been in this entire poll. Seventy six percent think that Trump will be sworn in. Yeah, more. There was but a while these are there. also people that aren't likely to vote for Trump, even though they think totally. that. I would say that's right. I agree totally. These people, people who are answering my poll on my Twitter page, aren't voting for any of these people. So, yeah, I would agree. Mostly. So Trump is 76. Most of the time, and it's holding pretty steady, it is equally split. The The remainder is equally split between what two people equally split. What two between Kamala, Pence, and Biden? Kamala and Biden? Yeah. Pence, no one thinks. Like zero. And I think that's a little light. That's a little light. I, I think that there's an if you, if those I think between Pence and Harris, it's equal. I don't know. I, I know I, I, I get your reasoning because I've heard you uh, talk about Trump might not finish as well. Yeah. Well, oh, if you wanted to say who will be president in October of 2024. I think there's almost no chance it's Trump or Biden. Well, the polls right now. Have do you understand what I'm saying with that? Yeah, you think like it's four years one of them from now, four years from now. Yeah, yeah four years. No, they're not going to finish the term. Neither Trump nor Biden will finish the term. In my I, I mean, on that date that you gave, if it's a contingent election, then yes. nobody will be. It, in isn't president. it contested? Do you mean contingent? No, contingent. It's called contingent what is that? election. Contingent on what? That's just what it's called. It's the I one where it's called contested. No, no, it's called contingent. It's okay. you, uh, there's the. Uh, you can go to the wiki of it. It describes it the way that it works. I believe it. It just seems – I just don't – I don't get, don't get the logic. No, that's what they call it. It's the one yeah. where they have Congress decide. So – and that – and – That's why that, we're hearing a lot of people are trying to donate to the Senate races right now because the Democrats right. want to take the Senate because the House d- d- picks the president and the Senate picks the vice president. Right. That's why I was presenting the option of what, what, what if we get a Trump – Kamala ticket, not ticket, but president, vice president. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's freaky. Yeah, that would be definitely that. That would that would be a twist that would up the ante even more. Whereas a combination of the other stuff outside of just complete chaos and and taken to the streets, if Trump wins, there would be a twist that would uh, be a little bit unexpected. Yeah. So, so, yeah, the, yeah, the polls have Biden just way ahead of everybody. And everybody said, Biden's 8 million points ahead. Just, he just, he better not blow it. Everything is partisan. It's been hyper-partisan more so than 
ever in my lifetime anyway, or at least it seems that way because we're exposed to media and propaganda 24-7 around the clock, always connected to it. What are the odds that any of these polls are not in the same way partisan, I think is very unlikely. I put very little credence to those polls. What I see from these polls is I see it kind of propping up the narrative that this the election integrity project where they were gaming out, war gaming, yep. what's going to happen in the various scenarios if Trump refuses to take office and the scenarios that they, they mapped out. And I continue to hear these scenarios is a very slight Trump win, a unsure election, you don't know who won, a slight Biden win, and a Biden blowout. So we get a <laughs> Biden blowout, but we don't have a Trump blowout considered in the options. So I see these polls reflecting what this narrative is that the only possible scenarios are these four scenarios. I, I see it as a, as a propaganda messaging thing. Maybe I'm wrong, but I put very little credence yeah. to those polls. And I also, and I do, I talk to a lot of people who are not conservatives and and maybe i should talk to more conservatives and this would be the case i don't know anybody who's a secret biden supporter i know lots and lots of secret trump supporters i think there's a lot of people who are well but you're talking about tell tell the polls what they really feel but you're saying so i just want to make sure you have a your circles are mostly liberal yeah so if your circles were mostly conservative, anyone supporting Biden would be in the closet. Right. So that that is where there could be a bias. Yeah, theoretically. My, but yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. And I and we noticed it when we first started our journey together, Binkley, when we were the Brexit, Brexit oh, yeah. polls were in the air and it was an utter, complete failure, total failure. And I'm so stupid. Well, don't take <laughs> don't make a drop out of that. <laughs> I did not. See, I was like, there's something important about these poll failures. Like, polls don't fail like this. It's something important about it. Something important about it. And I could not even fathom that Hillary was going to lose, that though that this was foreshadowing, this was preparing us for that poll failure. But I did know then that the reason they had to discredit polling, which was a pretty accurate science and and actually, I believe, banned exit polling is if you're going to fix an election, the polls will reveal that. So I believe this idea of the Diebold voting machines in Ohio being flipped for Bush and making him actually win the election, I'd have to brush up on my uh, facts on that, but that's my memory of it, that the exit polls showed Kerry win that those areas in Ohio. So when he didn't, they had to say, look, exit polls are insanely accurate. They're they're like a dead on balls accurate every single time. And it really caused a problem and it undermined people's faith in the election. So they banned the exit polls. Yeah. But of course, the exit polls were a perfect uh, um mechanism for ensuring election integrity and i feel like well they depending had to... on where the locations you choose no uh, no i'm saying exit polling they really got it down to a science like uh, yes depending on all those things they could control for those things you yeah, know what you i'm can saying manipulate them even if they of do course have they can yeah You're missing my point um anyway i i believe that they they had the ability to right. make the polls. They were very, very accurate. And that when Brexit came, they took that as an opportunity to discredit polling from that moment forward 
And it's easy to discredit because it's hard to control for, but they had turned it into a science. And there are things called inside polls, which are very, very accurate, yeah. and we never get to see them. So yeah. they want they don't want any check on their ability to manipulate the polls to, to lie about the vote, yeah. in my opinion. I've also experienced multiple polls from these phone calls I've been getting, and I told you about the one time when I realized that I was refusing to answer any question. I realized that the person was filling in the answers for me because it was the way that the call was different from the previous one. So I stopped and asked and confirmed they were just answering for me. That's so crazy. I know. And also, if you can, if you, if the polls are consistently, if you're drilling it into the minds of the public that Biden is way, way, way ahead that you cannot oh, yeah. possibly lose, then you start to create doubt among Trump supporters, which some of my friends who are Trump supporters have started to express doubt, and you create a certainty among people who support Biden and Kamala, which results in, if, say, Trump were to win in a landslide, complete disbelief of any narrative of Trump winning from the Right. So they always said you don't want polls because it influences the outcome, and especially when you have different time zones and everything. I get that. But I think the purpose here is to is to discredit the outcome of if Trump wins and then your dialectic is going to be the poll said he was going to lose and he won Diebold voting machine again. And then the counter arguments going to be, but polls have become notoriously inaccurate. Think of 2016, yada, yada. It's pretty clear the game they're playing. Do you love freedom? Does the daily news leave you shaking your head? Does mindless conformity give you the heebie-jeebies? Are you surrounded by people who just don't get it? Are you right now wearing clothes? You over there, yes, you. Do you like cool clothes? Well, meet the Rye Guys, makers of fun, freedom-loving t-shirts and more, quality products for independent thinkers and other such troublemakers. We make each of our handcrafted tees with equal parts satire, mischief, and Rye social commentary. Put on one of our tees and you'll meet kindred spirits, share a laugh, and enjoy great Great conversation. Take off one of our tees and, well, we're not here to judge you. We support liberty, peace, and voluntary solutions to societal ills. And you have our word, our products are never tested on animals other than sacred cows. So stop by today at www.ryguys.com. That's W-R-Y-G-U-Y-S.com. Ryguys.com. The Rye Guys. A rye wit for today's sh- I do love my Rye Guys propaganda t-shirt. Thank you very much, guys. And they are fans of the show. And they've given us a 10% discount for all Propaganda Report listeners just to use the discount code PROP10. Love the ad. Me too. So Trump was talking about Fauci being in, not Trump, Fauci was talking about being in Trump's ad Jake Tapper questioned him about it yesterday on State of the Union, or Sunday on State of the Union. I get the days confused of the, the holiday. And Fauci said that Trump should probably take that ad down. In the ad, they pull a quote from Fauci where he's complimenting the work of not Trump, but of Trump's team, essentially. And of course, that's the media is saying, well, that's out of context. It makes it sound like he's saying Trump did a great job. And Fauci says he should probably take that ad down. And Fauci assured everybody that he's, I'm not, I've never been a political person. I've never endorsed or, or, or indirectly endorsed anybody. It's just, uh, you should take it down. Uh, just an opportunity for Fauci to get up there and act like he's not political and then, then for them to pit Trump against Mr. Science. 
I am still so shocked and blown away by the fact that Carrie Mullis, who invented the PCR test, would never have used it in this way, said not to use it in this way, publicly called out Fauci for all his shenanigans during the HIV AIDS stuff, that Carrie Mullis died in August of 2019. I did not realize that. Of pneumonia, I don't know if there was something fishy there, but boy, he would have been the most important voice right now to counter Fauci's BS and Fauci's sainthood and alongside David Crow. I gotta go see if David Crow ever interviewed Carrie Mullis. I wouldn't be surprised. And that David Crow also just died unbelievably rapidly from cancer. I mean, he was announced that he had cancer and died within a month, and he would have been the other most important voice. I just think Fauci's full of it, and the people who could and would and did call him out are gone. This takes me back to that show Utopia I mentioned earlier. They have a scientist, the guy who creates the vaccine, that they attempt to prop up as the face of the vaccine, as the expert. They have messaging boards. They have social media where they send out hashtags, coordinated, constructed hashtags, instantaneously spreading the vaccine-related or virus-related hashtag in an instant, so similar to what we've been seeing on our social media in the, I don't want to call it, I don't want to say it's not the real world, but the real world, I guess. We all kind of live in a digital world, which is part real, Mm -hmm. pseudo-reality, I guess. Yeah, it's enough to make you crazy. We'll talk about pseudo-reality The World Health Organization has come out against lockdowns, which, you know, like when I first heard that, I was tweeting tweeting with Dean, just like saying, why? This is like POW, you know, they make you crazy. And then maybe it's gaslighting or whatever, but it's just they make you crazy with this stuff going back and forth and you question your own sanity. And then... The ultimately, I think this all plays into because like people who said the same thing that we were saying in March, like there were scientists, doctors and stuff who got swept under the rug in March saying, hey, this is weird. You don't lock down the healthy people. You actually lock down the sick and vulnerable people if you have to quarantine anybody at all and keep the healthy people around to take care of them and to make sure that things get, you know, things keep moving because that's you want a healthy you want to because what they did was they locked down everybody so the healthy people couldn't take care of the sick people or the old people you know like they actually we've talked about how you will kill people by abandoning them in a nursing home especially if they get sick so they came out with this thing and now they're kind of giving the nod to those other doctors co-opting them back in saying you were right we were wrong and then they're like yes thank goodness i guess science is real what about you're everybody that got kicked off of youtube or twitter for tweeting yeah. those. Well, I guess it depends on on your credentials. But they are they ask instead. Now this is where I actually this is the next layer of the WHO thing, the World Health Organization. Who in the article I was reading, Mike Ryan was Mike Ryan, who is at Event 201. He's the head of emergencies at the World Health Organization, which I think is a UN organization. Um, are certainly affiliated with the UN. He's also against lockdowns. It's really crazy. And they're like, this is, you know, it's not good for for society. So what they want instead, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is what Dean was saying. There's an MIT article that said, basically, you have to really beat the crap out of people, make them so desperate, put them in solitary or whatever, so that they will, like you say with Edward Bernays, beg for the solution. They will beg for the vaccine. Like in the utopia thing, they're begging for it because please God, anything. And as you know, these 
businesses are not fully dead yet. They really want people to be desperately holding on to trying to keep their livelihoods going. Anything, even if they don't believe in it, especially if you're in a vulnerable position, you have dependence, whatever. So what the World Health Organization wants, test, trace, isolate, where they can sequester people exposed to the virus. So they said they just can't do it this way yet because they don't have enough tests. They don't have enough contact tracers. So let's just think about that for a second to say uh, they need more tests, they need more contact tracers. So they want to, uh, that will, of course, more tests means more positives. Positive rate, you know, maybe people talk about that once in a while when it's going in their direction. Contact tracers, they want more people spying on you. And then here's the thing, they, they want, they're asking for the authority to sequester, to isolate individuals at will. It's actually kind of uh, more potential to be bad than the general lockdown. Because if they can go to you and say, you don't have, you haven't been vaccinated or you've been observed engaging in dangerous behavior or to the extent that they can manipulate those tests by just cycling them a few more times, they, they can, if someone's flagged a red flag on a person, get them tested. A lot of those people test positive, asymptomatic, whatever. This is all dangerous stuff. Uh, I'm not, this is, I've been asked what I, what do I make of this new WHO thing? This is what I make of it. All right. Well, in the patron 15, I'll tell you about some voter registration issues that arose in Virginia on the last day to register. And I want to talk a little bit more about what why the side effects of these vaccines are what they are, what what actually happens to you that results that can result in this kind of paralysis. Also, it's share the show Tuesday. Please, if everybody listening shared this with one person who got hooked, it would uh, make a difference. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. It yes. would double the listenership. <laughs> share but, the show. Uh, but I do want also to remind people it's a VIP DPP week. So if you're a friend of the show or patron saint, this is the exclusive disappearing patron party on Friday. So check your status. We always have fantastic time. Uh, so put it on your calendar. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform of the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every day that we post to DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We will talk to you all tomorrow or in the Patreon 15. Have a fantastic rest of your day.